Hey there, I'm your host Misty and I'm a woman's life coach. In my former life, I was overstressed, overwhelmed, and always overdoing it, which I believe led to my diagnosis of rheumatoid arthritis. Now I get to live a life that I've designed and I have the power to create what I want. Doesn't that sound cool? I found my way back to health by showing up for myself and releasing old patterns, including being the ultimate people pleaser and perfectionist. I created this podcast from my passion to empower, uplift, and transform the lives of women who are struggling with chronic stress and illness by providing tips, tools, and insights into the power of rest, how our thoughts and old patterns not only hold us back, but create dis-ease in the body. My goal is to support and educate at the same time as build a community of like-minded women so we remember we are not alone. Now's the time to begin the exploration into what is holding you back and start to design the life of your dreams. My only question is, are you ready? Let's get going. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Empower, Uplift, and Transform with Misty Podcast. I am so super excited for this week's special guest, Dana DeCroon. She is such a beautiful inspiration. Dana is an intuitive artist, soul-led coach, and a homeschooling mom to two beautiful girls. She works with inspired women and helps them to reconnect with their true self, their soul, so they can live a life with more ease, joy, and freedom. Dana uses her gifts of art and psychic abilities through intuitive paint readings and soul-led coaching to help her clients discover their soul's medicine, the medicine they need to come back into their hearts and to own their worth. She believes creativity is as essential as the air we breathe and is on a mission to help women rediscover the joy of creativity and play. Thank you so much for joining us, Dana. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much, Misty. It's such an honor and I'm so excited for you to have this beautiful platform to share your voice and to just have these soulful conversations. I know. I'm just so grateful to have stepped into this and that you are one of my very first guests because you have been with me on this journey as I began to create it. So it means so much to me. And I just have to tell our listeners that Dana and I have been having many giggles about how this is coming to fruition as this, I think, is our third try. Um, Both of us living out in the middle of nowhere in southwestern Ontario, our internet is not always the most cooperative and so here we are trying again and uh, I just know it's going to be exactly the way it's meant to be. So just to give the listeners a little bit of insight into who you are Dana, could you just tell me how you came into this intuitive artist, soul-led coach and share your your path to coming into this powerful work? course. So it's been quite the path to get me here, but I'll share the shortened version because it's it's been years in the making. So the last year I have been feeling this like last January, so not this past January and February, but um, 2021. January hit and you know a lot of people were starting to really start to like create their visions and their goals and what they desired for the coming year and new year's hit. And I just felt so disconnected from myself, from my business, from my family. 
And the word surrender kept coming in. So this word surrender is this buzzword that we hear in the online world. And for me, I truly had to try to embody it. Um, So I stopped my business. I completely took a step back and I promised myself that any intuitive nudge that came through, I was going to follow. And at this point, I wasn't doing any intuitive work. I didn't even identify as an intuitive (laughs) uh, at all. And so it's been really interesting to watch how it all has unfolded. So as I like followed the nudges along the way, some of them made sense and some of them did not make sense at all. So for example, one of the nudges I had was we were, um, the girls went to school at this time. So after I put them on the bus, I had this nudge to go and meditate. And if you know me, meditation is not my strong suit. I have so much resistance around this. And even now my goal is to like meditate daily and I'm still meeting that resistance. So to have this nudge to meditate in a snowbank right beside the road, my mind immediately went to, if I lie in this snowbank, my neighbors are going to drive by and think I'm dead. That's where my mind went. And so I followed the nudge. And I remember lying in the snowbank, looking up at the sky, surrounded by the beautiful trees and nature. And all of a sudden, the sun peeked through, it was lightly snowing, and the the sun hit the snowflakes. And it was just so magical. In that moment, I just felt so supported. And my faith in the higher power just grew. And I knew that as I felt this like wave of unconditional love move from my crown from the top of my head, throughout my entire body, I knew that I had the power to connect and the power to truly heal myself. And it, it was in that moment that everything shifted for me. And as I continued to follow the nudges, I realized that I had this gift, this gift of channeling messages for people within my art. And so I was doing a commission piece, um, a custom piece for a client. And all of a sudden, all of these messages started coming through, through all these images within her painting. And I had to have the courage to ask her permission to ask her if she was open to receive these messages that she did not ask for. And so I reached out to her and she was open and I uh, relayed the messages to her and they all landed. And that was really the the starting point. And that was just a year ago, um, March 5th, my birthday was when I started these readings and yeah, it's just been so magical. I've done, I think about 45 of them now. And it's just so hard to believe that this is where I was led to. Wow, that's so amazing. And I know that I had you do uh, an intuitive paint for me. And I want to say it was like last May or June. And it really like everything that you brought forward landed and just 
for me, it was like a confirmation of, okay, you're, you know, those thoughts you're having, those feelings, my own intuitive nudges, which really is work for me to trust in was sending me in the right direction and to trust it. So it was like a confirmation of what I already knew, but wasn't allowing myself to listen. And then when we did that intuitive paint reading, I was like, oh my goodness. And I know that I have the paint, the painting that you gave me hanging in behind me. So every time I'm on a Zoom call, I get to see it. And I know that I'm being guided um, in the right direction. So I'm so grateful I had that opportunity. But for those of people who are listening are totally interested, can you explain the process so that they know what, what they might expect if they reached out to you for an intuitive paint read? Definitely. So the way that it works is I always set the intention to receive messages for your highest good. So it's in your energy that you're currently in the season that you are experiencing. We live life. We go through cycles, just like the seasons that we experience on our planet. We also go through seasons. So I I do these, the paintings first, and I do them within 24 hours of our scheduled um, call. So whether you want to come in person or a zoom virtually, Um, I do the paintings 24 hours before, and I really allow spirit, God, universe, whichever one resonates with you, um, to guide me to different colors, to different art supplies that I have in front of me. It's, I usually have watercolors and pastels and a bunch of different, um, types of brushes. And I just allow spirit to fully guide me in the process. So it's like this complete surrender. I never know how they're going to turn out. And the magical part is like these images just magically appear without me intentionally creating them. And that's what I really love about these paintings because it blows my mind, even that they, these images come through. And then after the painting is dry, I sit with your painting and I do the channeling before and I just allow the messages to flow through. So I experience my intuition through clairvoyance, which is clear seeing. So sometimes I'll see it within the painting. Sometimes I'll see it in my mind's eye. And I also experience it through clear knowing, which is called clairconnaissance. So it's just like this knowing this, I just know that this image is this and this message just comes through. It's just this, this knowing, and I can't even explain it. It's just, it's just still blows my mind that this is what I do. And this is how spirit communicates with me. And so as these messages come through, I write it all down and then we meet and I give you all the messages and it is a lot. So I do find because I do the channeling before that I'm doing a lot of talking. Um, so it is really important to, to remain grounded and to just allow it to come through. And what I love is that I send you an email after the reading with all of the messages written out. Cause I am a visual person. I like to see things. So I write everything out in this beautiful workbook and a beautiful booklet for you. And in the top part has the messages. And then the second portion is the soul's medicine. And this is so incredible because if you didn't, these are like the action steps for you to take after our time together. A lot of times we go to readings and we get what we need to hear in that moment, but we never have the tools to take the next steps forward. So oftentimes, whatever season you're in, 
your soul is communicating how it wants to be nourished, nourished in your body, in your mind, and in your spirit. So taking the whole self and finding the pieces where there's gaps or missing um, components that you need to take action on. And sometimes this could look like creating a vision of what you desire, following your joy, going outside. Um, It really depends on the person and the client. And um, at the end of the day, when we are sitting in the reading together, I want you to be present. I want you to hear it. I don't want you to be trying to remember everything and writing down notes because then you're not fully present. So that's a big reason why I create this email with this booklet and the recording so that you can have all of the information at the end of the day. Wow. That's, (laughs) you know, I'm listening to you and I'm like, that sounds like a lot of energetic work for you, right? Like, because I know for me, when I would share Reiki or like how exhausted and energetically. So I think that's such a gift that you share with people and, and hoping people can understand just how much energetically it probably takes out of you. Obviously I can't speak for you. Um, but like how many readings would you do in a month? Yes, it, it does take a lot of energy and just like the painting, the channeling, and then the email. So I would do probably three tops Um, last week (laughs) I did three readings in one week and although I made it through I know I knew that that wasn't sustainable so I usually do two or three readings in one month to spread it out so that I can fit other things in because I am like done by the end of the day so so I think it's amazing that you have like on your path really been able to hone in and tap into your clairvoyance, your intuition, and being able to access this information. Because I know, I I mean, I truly believe that our higher self is that connection to source, divine God, whatever people resonate with, and that there really is an answer to every single question that we may have, but it's about how we tune in and listen, being able to receive the answers, right? Because in today's society, we, we shut ourselves off from that. We, we sort of tune it out because we're such a high pace, go, go, go. And you're never going to hear the messages unless you slow it down. From my perspective, it's about slowing it down and being able to listen to that. So I would love sort of any insight you have or tips, tools that you might have for people who want to start. I've heard you say before, our intuition is a muscle. Like how can we hone in on our intuitiveness? How can we hone in, build this muscle in order to be able to start listening to those nudges and trusting them? Yes, that's an excellent question. So for me, the way that I started to tap into my intuitive muscle was through my art. So it's a really finding a way to get out of your head and into your body and then allowing messages to come through so this could start off with just seeing an image in your art that's how it started off for me Um, another way that it started off for me was like going for walks in nature and having my spirit animals randomly visit me we are constantly being in communication with so if you think something is a message it is no matter what I, I remember going for a walk probably about two months ago And this helium balloon, this green star helium balloon just 
slowly floated across in front of me. And then two days later, I, my daughter made me look at the stars. She's like, mom, look at the stars. Look how beautiful they are. Look up. And then another day, the next day I had a breathwork session with my beautiful friend Shonda. And as I was in that deep state of meditation, I saw stars. So spirit is constantly in communication with us. It's just a matter of us paying attention. And the way that intuition works is that it comes in and it comes out. So if we don't take a mental note or if we don't write it down, there's a good chance you're not going to remember. And so oftentimes when I'm out for my walk, because that's where I feel really connected is in that movement in silence. And I can be with myself out in nature in that way. And that's when I get a lot of ideas or downloads. So I often will have my phone and I will voice message myself and I'll leave myself voice messages of ideas that come through or um, something that I might be working through and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And I'll leave myself messages because if I don't, I won't remember. There's times where I had this great idea and I'm like, oh, I'll remember that. And then it leaves me just as fast as it comes in. So oftentimes our intuition is our first thought. And the more that we work this muscle, the stronger and stronger it's going to be because it really comes down to trusting what comes through. So the more that you have things come through and the more that you take action on it, the stronger and stronger that trust is going to build as well. So there's lots of different um, exercises that you can do. Um, one that you can do just today, maybe not today, but looking outside um, and looking up at the clouds and seeing what, what do I need to know today and allowing the clouds to give you the message. So you might see an animal, you might see an image of something. And that's a way that you can start to harness this um, intuitive muscle within because we all are intuitive. We all have the power to tap into that energy. Yeah. And I think it's just that we forget that, right? We, we pull away from it or shy away from it. I feel like times are changing and people are coming back to that, being open to receiving that information and trusting it. Now, I wanted to just go back a little. You were talking about how you receive messages um, clairvoyantly. Is that that's the word I believe you used. And what are the other ways? Because I know for me, so I've done a lot of studying and I've read these books and I've taken these courses about how you can sort of tap into your guides, tap into to spirit, to sit, like being open to their messaging. And so for some reason, and I, this is just me, my experience, I always like, why can't I hear it, right? Like I got so focused on needing to hear it, like thinking it was just gonna come in as a voice but then really as I uh, let go of this sort of like, I was holding too tightly to be able to hear the messaging. And once I let it go and became freedom, it was more of a knowing. It was really just dropping in things. I would ask the questions and dropping in, it was like, boom, there it is. I knew the answer. So what are the other ways? So people who are playing with this, exploring this, that they might start receiving the messages so that they aren't so focused like I was and getting, I got, in my own way of experiencing this, that they might be able to understand that everybody sees it differently. I think it's also really important to know that how you experience 
um, your intuition and the way that I experience intuition are going to be two completely experiences. So it's really about trusting that what you feel and what you see and what you know is for you. And that's just perfect. So there's a few ways. So synchronicities will come up. So that can be through numbers, through um, patterns and symbols that you might see in your environment. Um, environmental is another way. So that's when I was seeing a lot of like random things. So within the trees, within the clouds, the spirit animals visiting me, because they all hold messages. Um, and then um, clear knowing is Claire Conanson. So just this knowing for me, I, I receive that through thoughts, but they come quick and fast. And that's how I know that they are my intuition. And then um, clear, clear seeing is clairvoyance. So you can see it in your world. For me, I see it in my paintings. For other people, they might um, see it in their mind's eye. So sometimes I'll have visions in your dream world. You might experience some uh, visions as well. And that's all clear, clairvoyance. So clear seeing. Um, clairaudience is hearing. I do have a little bit of that, but it, it scares me a little bit, to be honest. So I'm working on that gift because I know I, sh I don't need to be afraid and to allow that gift to expand. Um, some people are clairsentient, so they just feel. So sometimes um, psychically, they might feel someone else's energy. So if someone's having a really hard day, they will take on that energy and feel it. So it's really important to start to discern like what is mine and what is not. Um, sometimes you'll get like goosebumps or chills. So that's when I receive a message through my clear consciousness, the clear knowing, I will often get goosebumps to solidify or validate that, yes, this is, you are on the right path. Um, and it's really, like I said, it's about allowing your muscles to strengthen. So the more you use it, the stronger they're going to be. And that trust piece is so important. And the only way that you're going to trust it and you're going to build it is by taking action and doing so. Yeah. I know. And that, and that can be the hardest part, right? That first step of going into that fear, because our intuition may send us when we get out of ego, which ego likes to keep us safe and small. And we come into that intuition and we step into that, that can be like a very, very scary first step. And yet from what I hear you say, that first step for you has led you here, right? To share your beautiful work with the world. So definitely a step worth taking uh, in my opinion definitely it's it's pretty powerful to just allow yourself to allow our divine feminine to come through right like we live in a society that really honors the masculine hustle and logic and structure and the more that we can come to our feminine side and i think that's why i really connect with my intuitive voice through my art because art is so flowy and I have to surrender and all of these qualities are honoring the divine feminine within all of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, 
I know what you mean by how we honor the masculine energy and that's and just for for listeners the, to clarify it's like we all have masculine and feminine feminine energy so we're not using this as a differential between men and women it's just about the energies uh, that are honored so feminine energies like like you were saying Dana is about you know the art the dance like fluidity also rest all of those things are like this like the quieter the more flowing is feminine energy and the masculine is the doing which definitely we all have in us we're all so conditioned to be in that hustle 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 go 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 and as we enter this new consciousness this new paradigm as our world shifts the feminine or yin or yang energy really is going to allow us to create a new way of being so that we can honor both sides of ourselves. Yeah, I know. And that's what's so exciting about all of this work, right? That's what's so exciting about having people like you sharing it with the world and bringing it into that higher awareness, right? Bringing it into the consciousness because it's, it's almost feels sometimes like it was for me in my life, a forgotten part, even actually like I could even go as far as saying completely unknown until I started to do this work. So yeah, it's, I'm just grateful that there's people like you out there sharing it. So one of the things when I was reading your bio that really jumped out at me and I just love is how you're on a mission to help women rediscover joy of creativity and play. Because yet another thing I feel has been lost in this world. So can you just talk a little bit about what tools you use or what you share to empower this creativity and play with women? Yes. So play and creativity are really expressions of our soul. And it's really a way of us coming back to our wholeness and back to our hearts and a really a great tool to tap into that higher knowing that higher sense of intuition. So for example, if you want to attract all of these clients, but you're stuck in force and resistance, a great tool to use to get out of that is creativity or play. And oftentimes that will allow us to release that energy of resistance and force and come back to our heart centers and raise our vibrations so that we can attract who we want in our life. Um, so play is vital, whether it's to attract clients to receive this next great idea we really want to be in alignment with God, spirit, universe, and God, spirit, universe wants us to experience joy and play is such a great way to honor the emotion of joy and to honor our inner child and creativity and having a creative practice really allows us to express our souls in such a beautiful way. And the way that I teach my creativity, so I have a class called The Art of Surrender, is basically I teach you different techniques, different ways to use the tools with watercolors. And I want you to play. I want you to explore. And I want you to experiment because that's really what life is. Life is about playing and exploring and experimenting to see what works and what doesn't. Um, recently, me and my girls, one of our homeschooling questions was, is failing good or bad? And 
the girls were like trying to give me what they thought they wanted me to hear. But I'm like, well, failing, if you fail, you have learned a lesson. If you failed, you get to celebrate that you've tried something. So the art of surrender is really a way for people to see what works and what doesn't and to like experiment with failing on a smaller scale and to see what works and what doesn't and to surrender with watercolors we have to surrender to the water and when I think of the word surrender I like I just see us in this river of rushing water and we can decide to fight have resistance and to hold on to a rock for dear life against that current or we can sit and float and allow that current to bring us exactly where we want to be. And the art of surrender is the perfect tool to start to practice that and to start to explore what creativity feels like and to connect to our inner being as well. So it's such a powerful tool, whether it's through art, dance, whatever your creative practice looks like is so vital to our well-being as a whole being. Yeah, thank you, Dana. And what is so fascinating um, when we talk about this creativity, so people who know me will know that for many years I lived in the space of that I'm not creative, like that it was, and I mean, and again, that's through no fault of anyone, but it was really, I was raised as you're the logical one, you're the you know, strong one, you're the one who's going to get stuff done. It was very like labels, which I took on as my identity. So creativity was never part of it. And when I got into yoga teaching, like it's really, when I did my first training, they talked about creativity is everywhere, but it's allowing yourself to see it, right? So it's like, we're creative when we try to get ourselves dressed in the morning, right? Like it's, we if we just open our, our viewpoint of what creativity is, and just start there. If you if you label yourself as not creative, you start to see where you can be creative in life every day, which I think is so exciting and fascinating, giving us our, ourselves permission to enter into the creativity. I know for me now, every morning when you say dance, like I dance every morning. Every morning I put on music, whether, you know, I was listening to 80s and then my husband was like, do you have a different playlist? So I'm moving through that. But it's just like allowing my body to move because then I feel more open to receive. It's like I'm not I'm not in any structured dance. It's just moving my body to the music and allowing it to move through me. And this is sometimes how I get downloads. If this is when ideas come in and I'm able to voice record or jot down in my journal, but really allowing myself to be open to that creativity. So I love that you're on this mission to open that idea of creativity to women because we, I can't speak for other people because I know I lived with the label of not creative, but once I started to open the aperture and realize that creativity exists in every day, that's when I started to be able to step outside of what my comfort zone was and to bring in more creativity. So it's such a beautiful gift you give women. Thank you, Dana. Oh, I love that of seeing the creativity in every day. I. I recently went to a new natural path in Sarnia and he, at the end of our session, he was making me a tincture and I just loved watching him 
like, and that was his creativity was coming together with his knowledge and creating this tincture for me at the end of our session. And, and he was like getting messy. And I was like, that's creativity. Creativity is messy. And to just watch him was like, just so beautiful. So I love that you danced to eighties music. I, I just had a really funny visual of you. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just sick. Yeah. Just let it go. Let it flow. (laughs) I love it. I know. Um, Okay, so we have talked a lot about the work that you do. And so it sounds like when you're doing these intuitive paint readings, it, you're coaching people. Is that, would that be correct? Could you just expand a little on your soul-led coaching that you share with women? So there is definitely some coaching. There's definitely some teaching um, in those sessions. Um, but I also offer six week extended packages so that we can touch on the soul's medicine that comes through because it often does feel quite overwhelming because there are a lot of pieces. So to support the women in the next step is really where my business is going now is to help them step into and keep accountable to these next steps, such as finding the joy and having more play and allowing Um, those quantum leaps to happen in these um, sessions as well. So yeah, it's, and I do card pulls with them too, just to see if there's anything else that comes up because things shift over the weeks and over the days and realizations come through so I can support them in, in whatever comes up. So beautiful. So it's just been amazing to chat with you and to hear all about the work that you're doing. So if people are interested in finding you and exploring work with you, how would you say is the best way for people to reach out to you? The way that they connect me with me is probably the best is Instagram. I like to hang out on Instagram or I have a free dare to dream experience, which I guide you through different through emails, through different activities to find your core desired feeling and how you can create your vision from that feeling. And my favorite part of that series is that I really um, guide you through a creative mindfulness visualization. So taking you through using creativity as a tool to tap into your intuition. So that would be another great way to kind of explore kind of what I do my energy and to see what's up in the world of Dana. Amazing. And I will make sure all of these links are in the show notes so that they can track you down and find you. And I know that you always give the best little tips on Instagram. And if they join your email list, you have amazing emails. So definitely worth checking out if you want to learn more about your intuition and and working this muscle. And so just before we just wrap up and I thank you for all your awesomeness and sharing it with us today, I was wondering if you would be willing to share one silly little thing that you love to do that maybe not everybody knows. I love to just do this to help listeners really realize like if you have any quirks or fun things that you do that you feel like you need to hide, it's we all do. And if there's anything you would just love to share with our listeners that you do just to inspire yourself or to bring joy or play and creativity every day. Okay. So this is might be a little embarrassing, but I'm going to share it anyways. So I like to sing. So I definitely sing in the shower, but I like to pretend that I'm on American Idol. (laughs) 
And my go-to song that I always like randomly start singing is um, A Whole New World from Aladdin. And this, it's the most random thing, but I just love to like sing. I'm an awful singer. You can ask my children, but it's just a way of getting out the emotions that I have and having that safe space to do it. So that's kind of my silly thing that I do is I sing a whole new world by Aladdin <laughs> in the shower and pretend I'm on American Idol. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, Dana, I just want to say this has been so amazing. I'm so grateful you took the time out of your busy day and sharing just sharing your story and these tips around intuition and and really just helping us dive a little deeper into this and the power of creativity and play. I'm so grateful for you and the work you bring into this world. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been such an honor. And I like looking back on our journey, it's been like our paths have crossed so much. So we're here together for a reason for sure. So thank you so much for having me today. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Yes, you too. Do you celebrate all the wins in your life, no matter how big or small? I know I sure do. And so in this moment, I'm celebrating you for finishing another podcast episode and soaking up new ways to empower, transform, and uplift your life. Want to grab the show notes and all the links talked about in today's podcast? Well, you're going to find those in the episode's description, along with a link to join my Facebook community supporting resilient women. In this group, I share even more insight, tips, and tools to live your best life. Until we meet again, my friend, and to your dreams.